Ah, it was a short episode this week. I took some more time off of work and I did actually unplug. I went on a brief vacation without anything other than a phone as my technology. So uh, it was nice to unplug. Enjoy. Since my last episode, I've done a couple more updates and iterations to the game shelf uh, flow, mostly uh, mostly the flow that was doing the heavy lifting of getting games in. The uh, As I added my collection, I did find a few corner cases that were giving me uh, grief along the way that I just had to troubleshoot. It was pretty easy to identify what needed to be fixed there, and it was pretty small things. It was uh, the, the one that gave me the most headache was for some searches, I would get this really weird error message back. And it turned out that in the, the uh, parsing of the response I was getting from board game geek, there were a list of fields that were defined as required by the, you know, automated tool that, that created, you know, kind of the schema of, of what, what you can pull out of the JSON payload. So uh, I went in and just removed the offending fields that I don't really need. So whether or not, you know, in some cases they might be required there, you know, commonly there, that's fine. But for my purposes, I don't, didn't need them to be required. So I just pulled that requirement out and boom, bam, everything was working well. Also made some just visual, you know, aesthetic updates two things. I took buttons that were taking up a lot of screen real estate and hid them behind a menu, you know, a couple of little things like that, that were, you know, now that I've got the the bones of it in there and working pretty well, that's, uh, it's all good. A few things that I want to do to kind of improve and expand upon the game shelf application are to add in owners of the uh, of the records so effectively i can track some different games that you know if my friend Chaz is coming over you know can you know tell you know what he has and filter through that and say hey could you bring this game or that game or whatever uh, whatever that's going to be so i think that would be an interesting addition to that and then also some kind of personal notes fields or you know details that I have about a uh, about a game that I want to just capture there and have you know easily available and probably searchable as well uh, there's probably a more robust tagging solution that I want to do in being able to tag different games different ways but I'll probably start with a simple text field and see what kind of terms become the most common before I work on implementing a, a true tagging solution. One of the key things that I've stumbled across in going through my game shelf work has been in calling flows from Power Apps, the ability to respond instead of with the, the normal respond to Power Apps ac uh, uh, yeah, action, it would be to use the uh, more generic HTTP response. It's not 
you know, clear in kind of building one of these out that you can use that. But in looking around at some blogs and videos online, it was, you know, one of the, the early things I ran across, uh, the, uh, Brian Dang had some good examples using, uh, SQL as a data source and grabbing that using flow and bringing it back into a power app and, the same uh, thing effectively works inside of uh, you know my use case, completely unrelated to a SQL Server query. So it was a you know really good thing for me to you know kind of call attention to or, or you know learn more because I can see that being used quite a bit in the exchange of more you know kind of complex queries that don't. Uh, where I want to use, you know, the, the engine of flow to go get them versus just trying to do it directly within power apps. And I think that will specifically be, you know, if I have to go outside of, you know, common data service or some of the more, you know, kind of easy to interact with connectors, um, I can see using that, uh, you know, kind of pattern of the flow with the HTTP call out to some other service or, or using the, the flow connectors that have, you know, pretty good, uh, capability around like troubleshooting and, um, you know, error checking and resubmitting and that kind of thing that I think flow is just a good, kind of design space for doing that and, and exploring and, and getting it right. Whereas with power apps, it can be, uh, it just, it just seems to be a little bit more, um, it, it's just, it's not the right interface for doing that same kind of exploration. Um, and certainly not on the, you know, pure HTTP call and then parsing responses and that kind of thing. It's just, it's a lot to try to put into the user experience layer. I'd rather, you know, kind of push that out to a better tool for that job, you know, effectively delegating that out of the, um, you know, what, what's happening inside the app also makes it nice and reusable. So that's that. Thanks so much for listening. Stay tuned after this to take a nice deep breath. And if we're not already connected, you can find me at connectingthedata.com or on Twitter at MC Anderson. All right, after a good long week of unplugging, time to take a breath.